0: your host is Zenith and you're tuning in to another episode of the podcast. Um, Today's podcast obviously from the title is a break from the norm I suppose. Um, It's something that uh, um, has been on my mind for a while now. It's it's, uh, something not that I've shied away from but it's not something that I um, wanted to do for this podcast but I was asked to to maybe do a podcast on it and to give my thoughts on it well I I already did give my thoughts on it but I was asked to create a podcast on it and I I obliged the person I just didn't realize that it would be kind of difficult talking about it Um, and the reason why I say it's difficult talking about it because mm. as I'm sure as you know, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, I don't generally refer to any notes. I don't have any script in front of me. I just talk um, and f- whatever comes out, comes out, you know. Parts of it I feel that I'm hesitant and parts that I feel I'm inspired to talk about. Um, this obviously is very different. Um and I I feel that, uh, or certainly felt that I couldn't really talk about this without maybe making extensive notes. Um, I haven't done that. I have some notes, but um, I'm not too sure if I'm going to refer to them <coughs> um, or not. But uh, I guess um, this COVID um, pandemic, pandemic, whatever you want to call it. It's something that everyone's had an opinion on and uh, I guess the way I want to approach it is maybe to look for a spiritual aspect of it is to look for what ultimately is the end game of this. Where are we going with this? Um, how has it changed humanity? Um, is it something that um, is going to be in our best interest? Is it, is it something that uh, that is going to serve humanity as a whole? Is it something that... Um, or is it something that uh, is going to, to lead us into a very dark age? Um, so I guess that's, that's what I want to talk about. That's what's going to be the nature of these podcasts. And I, I think that I'm going to do two, two parts of this. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's something that I um, I wouldn't say that I know quite about, but I, I've researched this and followed it from its inception. Um apologies for that. That was my phone. Um so yeah, I I do know kind of the, the history of this and as I said I followed it from its inception um all the way up to now and I've read so much listened to so much, watched so much um about this. So hopefully I'm gonna offer my thoughts on it. Um to begin with I uh I'm someone that uh, not only is is very spiritually minded, but someone who, I guess, even before that, um, has been a long-term truth seeker. Uh, someone who has looked to uh, to uncover the uh, the hidden truth of our world. Someone who has looked deeply into uh, what I guess most people would be familiar with would be the term. Um, which is commonly used, which is a conspiracy theorist. But I I don't like that term. Um it's 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 very demeaning and it's 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 taken on something that is not originally um what most people I guess would sorry, let me just rephrase that. It's taken on a, a derogatory term. I guess it's basically used now to describe someone who is um who is half mad, who is stupid, who is um, crazy, who um, shouldn't be paid attention to. Um, Someone who, despite the facts, um, is looking into outlandish claims. Um, But as a matter of fact, the term conspiracy theorist or conspiracy theory is a term that was coined by the CIA or, sorry, invented by the CIA after John F. Kennedy's assassination. And let's make it extremely clear. I do think that he was assassinated. Um, I hope I've been published this on YouTube. I don't get pulled for it. But, yeah, it was uh, it was coined by the CIA to discredit anyone who... Had a different opinion that he was taken out by Lee Harvey Oswald um, from where was it the grassy knoll or something like that? I can't quite remember. So anyone that uh, had a different opinion from this here, anyone who um, hailed um, swear held faith or uh, believed in the, the the multiple marksman theory as opposed to to the one single lone wolf, um, was branded a conspiracy theorist, was branded um, someone who, who was spreading false information. And again, I guess when we look at this, this term, we can see, you know, um, around about the time of 9-11, when George W. Bush give his speech um, that you were either with us or you were against us in regards to their planned attacks on Afghanistan and Iraq. And he also said and again I'm only quoting this from memory that uh, let us not um, give counterance or give uh, fuel to um, conspiracy theories or claims. It was something along them lines. But basically, yeah, the uh, the thing was was um there was at the time um after these 9-11 attacks, even back in those early days, there was uh, people who were questioning the official narrative, people who um felt that the, the the official narrative, the timeline given by the US government just didn't make sense and um, were um, giving an alternative view or alternative um, explanation as to what had happened. So, in order to discredit those people, George Bush came out with that famous line: um, "Let's not um, give or Whatever it was to to to, to false um, information. You can look it up. So, we have a we have a history of uh, of this." Um, even back as far as I guess the the attacks on the U.S. Navy in Pearl Harbor, which initiated the the the, the U.S. military's involvement in World War II, um, it was uh, it was said that the the, the Japanese and um, came in unbeknown to the U.S. government, and um, the Japanese air force and bombed the u.s ships in pearl harbor and so as an act of retaliation and um, the u.s then decided to get involved in world war ii and apparently stemmed the tide against hitler's uh, army and uh, i guess the rest is history they obviously dropped two bombs and um, two that was the first and only use of atomic or nuclear bombs um, in the world completely devastated um, parts of Japan, Nagasaki and Hiroshima. Now it is widely known that uh, even amongst mainstream media, even amongst um, mainstream television such as the History Channel, that the US uh, government had advanced knowledge that this was going to happen and they let it happen. They let it happen as justification for their involvement um, so that was back as far as the 1940 odds. And for anyone who has uh, who's gotten involved in, in, in truth-seeking in the world, we can begin to see a pattern emerging of all these horrific events when Timothy McVeigh um, bombed the World Trade Center um, the first time. Even, as they said, 9-11, where they said, no one no one would have ever thought of, of crashing a plane into... Um, or sorry, hijacking a plane and attempting to crash it into the World Trade Center or into buildings like that. No one would have ever thought of that. But I think it was maybe um, a year or two before or a year after we had that film. I can't quite remember it. And again, perhaps I should maybe record notes on this here, but you can look it up. It's a film by Sean Payne and it depicts a real life story of uh, him. He was disgruntled for some reason and he tried to hijack uh, a United States aircraft and planned to crash it either into the Pentagon or into the World Trade Center. So, there is precedence for this and um, obviously someone did try this before. But anyway, as I said, this this truth-seeking these type of conspiracy theories, once you begin to to look into it, look into the claims, you begin to realise that, hmm, everything's just not high it's being portrayed in the mainstream media. And I think this is the problem with most people, is that they're just quick to dismiss conspiracy theories or truth-seeking or alternative opinions on something as bunk, as hoax, as fake news, as nonsense. Because, I guess, no one really wants to believe that... Um, that uh, things atrocities like this here would be allowed to happen and so as I said I've I've had a long long history of looking into to um, so-called conspiracy theories um all around the world all different events and um, not only just the ones that I've talked about there I've watched countless documentaries read oh, I don't know dozens and dozens and dozens of articles books on the subject mm-hmm. Um, watched and listened to, to to um countless people's opinions on it and uh also um oh i don't know uh, as i said I, I i've just i completely saturated with myself by that so um it's as I said, it, it's something that uh, unless you've you've had a history of, unless you've you've kind of looked into it, then you're never going to know this here, and you're always going to believe um, the, the the government um, or the official line. But you only have to look around the world to find that in most countries, um, you'll find that. Uh, there is some sort of atrocity of something or other that, with a, with a bit of a shady history. Not just the United States, but most countries in the world. Um, I'm trying to think of a few off the top of my head. Obviously here, um, where I'm recording from in, in Northern Ireland, um, which has had a long, um, fractious history with the, the United Kingdom uh, or the UK government, We've had a, a sectarian war here for um, for quite a long time, um, we've had, uh, as far back as 1916 if not before, we have had um, a sectarian uprising um, and we have had in this country um, various paramilitary groups pushing their agenda. Um, to reunify the country of Ireland or for it to remain part of uh, the United Kingdom. Um, and we've had the the, the the British government involved in that and There has been countless exposés, films of uh, revealing the truth um, about the British government's uh, involvement in atrocities, letting atrocities happening, um, funding or else supporting various terrorists um, while they've maimed and killed terrorist organisations in order to, to further their own agenda um, so as I said you, you only have to look around the world look at your own country and, and look at the atrocities and things that have happened there um, even as far back as Rome we had Nero who let Rome burn under the guise that it was done by um, malcontents Um, in order to further uh, the Roman Empire's agenda. But anyway, I'm I'm getting a bit off topic here. We're talking about COVID. So, as I said about the history of this here, along came this COVID. um, And it started out, I think if you remember, in Japan. Or sorry, not Japan, China. It started out in China where they they had this... uh, Named this um, disease, this virulent infection that uh, was causing, causing widespread um, death. Um, and we heard about uh, how the, the Chinese were, were, were isolating people, were um, locking them in, keeping them contained, and um, trying to contain the spread of this. And um, we heard about extreme measures being taken. Um, and we also heard about a massive death toll. And I guess the, the the Western world didn't particularly pay too much attention at that time. I remember listening to it. I remember paying a bit of attention to it. And I also remember that uh, long before there was any sort of vaccination or any talk of any... Vaccination, never mind anyone that was purported to be in the making. That certain doctors over there um, had published their results um, to the Western world. And that they had had massive success in treating this, what came to be known as COVID-19. With extremely high doses of intravenous vitamin C. And what that obviously just means was uh, a line um, going into someone's bloodstream with extremely high doses of vitamin C. Um, don't ask me the doses. I just know that it was extremely high, way more than the, 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 the recommended dose that uh, our our health bodies um, recommend that, uh, that we take. And I remember that uh, the doctors um, at the time stated that not only did they have massive success in, in, in treating and eradicating um, the virus from the infected person's body but also that person or most of them Left that hospital or left those hospitals in a hell of a lot healthier condition than they went in. They found that uh, by the use of intravenous vitamin C, that it was um, it had a massive success in treating all other or, or numerous other medical conditions that people went in, um, and they, they they couldn't wait to spread this to to the world. I remember uh, listening to it on on maybe mainstream media. Um, Certainly alternative media. um, And for some reason it just really wasn't picked up. Maybe because um, the virus, the the pandemic hadn't really kicked off yet. No one really thought that it was going to affect the world in the way that it did. But as I said, to my recollection, I remember then uh, the next big outbreaks were Spain and Italy. um, And I certainly remember... Listening at the time, um, dubiously I must add, um, how Italy was uh, completely overwhelmed with this here. I remember listening to reports that um, they actually had to pick the dead up off the streets. There were so so many dead people. It was it was it was like the Black Death all over again. Um, the Italian population was completely and utterly overwhelmed, completely devastated. Multiple, multiple deaths. It was absolutely horrendous. And I think parts of Spain, if not Spain, also had a bot. Until eventually, it spread throughout Europe. And um, it came then to, to to the British Isles, to the island of Ireland. Um, and, and by this stage, as I said, look, just knowing the history of of conspiracy theories or truth-seeking in the world... I was extremely dubious about this. I was extremely dubious about the mainstream media um, in general, about the news that is reported on our televisions in today's society. On top of that, um, I'm someone who uh, tries to take as much care of their physical body as they can. I, I eat right. I eat a largely plant-based diet. I... Um, I try to stay away from most dairy. I am um, sort of follow a um, a oh intermittent fasting. That most days I'll go without food until maybe three p.m., five p.m., seven p.m. Um, it just really depends. So I, I generally don't eat quite a lot, um, and. I supplement my body with um, things like vitamins K2 and um, vitamins D3 and I consume high doses of um, turmeric. Um, I drink green tea uh, with um, cider vinegar of the mother. I also supplement supplement my body with um, supplements of magnesium calcium um, things like that there Uh, so I'm someone who who tries to eat right, look after their body I don't wash or brush my teeth with anything that uh, contains um, chemicals that I know that are potentially bad for you so anything that uh, SLSs or any artificial perfumes, perfumes or parbons. Um, I try to, to wash and bathe in as natural products. I um, try to stay away from any harmful chemicals in bottled water. So anything like that there at all, I, 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 I generally, and I, again it's a work in progress I guess as everyone will, will say, um, so yeah, I do my research on this um, and when I'm going for a supplement or when I'm you know, potentially going to to take something on, I, I do a lot of research on it and I don't just grab the first product off the market. I also research the, the quantities of the, the chemical in a supplement that when I'm going to take, read numerous reviews and to try and make sure that the supplement that I'm taking is of the highest quality. Um, and I also follow um, various health uh, websites or blogs Dr. Mercola, Green Med Info um, Mind Green Body Spirit I think that's that's so you'll find in these pages or you would have found in these pages too is that um, they would advise against um, anything that's potentially harmful for the body so you have this two-pronged approach to to this pandemic, to this COVID that came along. One um, of the the truth-seeking persuasion, and two um, of the of the natural health um, persuasion. So I, I felt fairly armed and fairly knowledgeable about this. And as I said, I also read a lot of alternative media. I. Um, will make myself aware of what is being said in the mainstream media, but then I will go and research as much as possible. Um, not just one, but two, three, four, five different sources in alternative media to try and build a picture of exactly um, what exactly is being said. So, as I said, when I came to the UK, and you know, I remember hearing there was no need to panic and no need for, for masks and all the rest of it. Um, just to carry on doing what we're doing. There would be no need for this here. And as I said, I, I, again, at the time um, when this was out, before the masks were introduced, before the masks were were touted as a as a um, a weapon against the the spread of of this COVID. I remember listening and reading that um, there was numerous um, studies conducted um, on the use of masks as a deterrent um, against the spread of, of, uh, of SARS and other um, viral infections and it was found in these studies. That they had little to no effect, especially the paper disposable ones. Um, but strangely enough, when this uh, pandemic really began to, to get into full force and restrictive measures were 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 brought into force, these uh, these studies disappeared from from the internet. Um, they disappeared from Google's algorithms. Um, it then became a lot lot harder to to find them, if, if even. So instead of uh, maybe appearing in the first two to three uh, results of a Google search, they they disappeared completely um, from numerous uh, paid results. The then we, we had um, certainly in the UK we were told that uh, because of the the rising cases, because of the the spread of this here, because of the the amount of deaths that this. Uh, Covid killer. What was 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 um, was happening? That uh, the the entire society would go into lockdown. Um, all but essential workers would be allowed to to stay out to to carry on delivering essential goods, um, of which I was one of them. Um, I, I couldn't believe this at the time because just due to my own research. Um, we even way back then way back in 2019 um there was there, as I said there was multiple um people calling the alarm about the way that uh, the the figures were being um or the, or the statistics were, were were being brought into force or being counted um if you like about um the, the the deaths attributed, attributed to COVID um and that the way the amount of positives people who were testing positive for it was being um was being counted. I can't quite remember the right word here. So yeah, it went, and even back as far as then, it was known in certain um alternative media that anyone who died um after being tested positive from COVID was being marked as a COVID-related death. And that was regardless of whether they died of a head injury, they died of corbid um, mobilities, they died of cancer, they died of a car crash after testing positive. That person was marked down as a COVID casualty. Even if that person um, had tested positive for COVID and was in hospital or was hospitalized and released and perhaps died a month later, they were still being marked down as a COVID-related death, which obviously now a lot of people are worried about is is completely wrong um, and completely unethical to to mark people down as, as dying of COVID when really they died of something else. This was combined with the the testing, the the faulty testing. I think it was the inventor of the the PCR test who stated that um, his test should never have been used to test something like a viral transmission, like a a SARS-related virus or a a coronavirus. Um, It just wasn't effective and it wasn't reliable. But our governments ploughed on ...continuing to test and continuing to mark down people who um, had taken these tests and had um, tested positive for this. Even back as far as then, there was talk of many false positives and, and false negatives... ...that this test wasn't reliable or a reliable way to mark people or to test people or to test them to see if they had caught the virus... Um, so even back as far as then, there, there was research then to, to, to talk about this but of course most people um don't follow me don't follow alternative media most people haven't immersed themselves in um decades worth of 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 truth seeking of um, trying to understand the the truth behind atrocities and um man-made um Things like viral outbreaks and transmissible diseases. So, most people just simply followed the mainstream narrative, followed their government thing. Um, and it was hard. It was hard even back then. But I'm going to continue this on in part two. Um, please stand by.